Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 114. Today, I'm going to be discussing what you need to do with your guests or what you can expect your guests to do in the gap between the ceremony and the reception. I see a lot of questions around this. You know, people are like, oh, is three hours too long? Mine's going to be four hours. Or, you know, do I need to feed them? Or can they go an hour without anything? Can can I let them go elsewhere? You know, there's, there's so many questions around that gap. And we've had many different experiences when we've gone to weddings. So I want to share just some little tips and things that you can do with this and kind of when it's expected that you should help organize something and when it's expected that you don't need to organize anything. Because it is actually pretty clear, but, you know, to me (laughs) as a wedding expert, but not always to everyone else planning a wedding. And especially when you're caught up in, oh my gosh, I've got no budget to spend more or uh, it's too, I'm, I'm so worried about them waiting so long. You know, you've got lots of thoughts in your head. So I want to help you try and work through those thoughts and work out what's best for your guests. And not because we just want to make them happy, but we don't want guests to turn up to our reception and they get there and they're tired because they've been waiting ages and it was 40 degrees or they're starving or they're drunk because they had too big a gap and they went to a really rowdy pub and got amongst it, right? So we have to try to make sure that they turn up somewhat sober, well, definitely sober, so our venue also doesn't refuse them drinks and so they remember the night, but also so they turn up and they're ready to enjoy the night and they're not exhausted from having such a big gap. So some of you might have just an hour between the ceremony and reception. And that that often can happen because you don't want many photos and you're like, got one person in your bridal party on each side and you're like, just quickly take some snaps. We're at the same venue. We just want to get in and get with the guests. That's pretty easy to plan around. But sometimes you might have three hours and that often can be because the church only has one slot available or the reception says you've got to be finished by this time or you have to start at this time. Some venues are more strict than others. So sometimes you can end up with a three hour gap and some of you want no gap. Now let's talk about all of these. Firstly, those of you who want no gap, you've still got to remember that you need to have some photos and don't try and avoid that. Unless you've had your photos together before, amazing. No gap, get into it. Finish the ceremony and get straight into those pre-reception drinks with your guests. Amazing, that's great. But still remember that people are going to want to hug and kiss you for some time too. But if you've got no gap and you want no gap, then you have to really have those photos before because it's pretty impossible for a photographer to snap all your photos in 10 minutes if you want quality (laughs) and you want some nice images captured. Now, I often get asked, but how long do photos take? You have to talk this through with your photographer because there's so many different situations. Sometimes your photos might be on site. Sometimes you have to go off site. Sometimes you want two different locations. Please, when I hear that, 
I beautiful, you want lots of photos, but just consider how long it takes to get to those two places unless they're close to each other and that your guests are waiting and also consider how sick of photos you can get very quickly and how sore your face can get and how many photos really can you put on your wall because at the end of the day you can end up with thousands of photos and you will only put a few on your wall. So just remember that. I remember for my wedding my photographer only wanted one hour max he knew I wanted very candid shots. I, we did a few posy photos with our families after the ceremony, but then we wanted candid. We wanted us walking and talking and just hugging naturally. We wanted our bridal party having a cheers with us, just fun stuff. And we got some really funny photos of stuff that happened where he was like, just grab a drink and mingle. And then as you're mingling, walk down to that lake. So we did that kind of stuff. And I think he would have spent 20 to 30 minutes doing that with our bridal party and it was hot anyway. And then he sent them back off inside to the boardroom that we had separate to have drinks and nibbles with them before the actual wedding started. So they went off and then we had a bit of time together. So that was really easy to plan with because the photos were on site and he didn't need that long. The venue, I said to them, just start the drinks straight away. So that's what we did. That was pretty simple. But like I said, some of you want to go elsewhere and some of you want to go to two locations. So let's first talk about location because this can really help you decide what you need to do. Now, your photographer might say to you that they want two hours because of where you want to get in the car and go or because you've got to get from the ceremony and the reception are quite far away. So you might need to, you know, get in the car, go get your photos, get back in the car, then go to your reception. You're going to need longer usually than an hour like I had. So when you're thinking about thinking this through, you've got to think about, okay, how long are my wedding guests going to be getting from one venue to the next? And in that time, is there a location that they can actually go to to buy drinks and food? If there's a location that they can go and buy food and drinks that's near the ceremony or near the reception, no, you don't have to worry about them in that gap. Like they can fend for themselves. And that is so common. I feel like these days, and that's how it always used to be. These days, people are like, oh no, I want my guests to be looked after straight away, <gasps> but I don't have that extra thousand dollars to pay for those drinks or whatever it is. And I don't want my guests to be really drunk by the time I get there. So let them fend for themselves. They're adults, right? And if there's somewhere to go, that is totally fine. Do not feel bad at all. But if you're saying, yeah, they can go fend for themselves, but it's four hours. That's when I say reconsider going to all these different locations or going to a location that is really far away for your photos, because that's when you will get intoxicated people because they've been drinking for so long or people are tired and they're ready for bed halfway through your wedding. So just keep that in mind. Um, Like I said, you can only put so many photos on the wall. (laughs) Don't feel bad. So many people feel bad when they're trying to make this decision, but just don't feel bad with whatever you end up deciding as well. Now, the other thing too is I hear people saying, okay, there's a gap and I feel really bad because they've got to get from the ceremony to the reception. But if you're in, say, a city 
and all the guests have come from home or they're staying near either of the venues, don't feel guilty if they have to get in a car or get a taxi to the next venue. Like you do not always have to give them a bus and transport them. I usually only would suggest actual buses and transporting guests to and from places is if a lot of people have come out of town or if your venue is really somewhere that is not easily accessible by Ubers and taxis and that type of thing, or it's going to cost you guests a lot of money to Uber or taxi there. So, you know, just let people get a taxi, get an Uber. Some people would drive from the ceremony to the reception and then leave their, recep- their car at the reception. That is totally okay. Do not feel that you need to worry about them. Again, they are grown adults. And, you know, again, if they're transporting themselves and they're somewhere on the way that they can stop and eat and drink, then that's fine. That is absolutely fine. Now, if you're like thinking to yourself, I don't really have a choice. It's going to be, you know, a three to four hour gap before we get there because, you know, there's a really special place to us that we just have to go and have photos. Then you really should consider starting that pre-reception a little bit earlier at the venue and just, you know, you have a couple of options. You can either say to the venue, look, I just want to add on an extra half an hour to my drinks package, or I just want to pay for half an hour of drinks packages of the drinks package, because I really don't want my guests waiting that long. And I want to start it a bit earlier. Do want to give you a little tip though, from someone that's worked in venues. Guests will drink the most amount of alcohol at this very start, at the very, very start. So if you are getting a drinks package, (laughs) get it to start from the moment they arrive and finish that drinks package a bit earlier. It doesn't matter if in the last hour at your venue, the drinks package finished and they have to pay for their own drinks because by that point, they're not drinking much anyway. And they're often quite intoxicated. If you have got heavy drinkers at your wedding, some people, some of you might just be on a tab because they're not big drinkers that this doesn't relate to you. So don't worry. Also, if your bar is closed and the venue says, no, we closed the bar after that five hours that you've been there and the guests just have to live with what they have on the table already and they just spend that last time dancing, that's okay as well. Often they don't need any more drinks at that point anyway and it it doesn't matter. They might start going, oh, the bar's closed, but they quickly forget because they're mingling and having a good time anyway. So like I said, It's okay to let the guests fend for themselves no matter what you have decided as long as there is somewhere for them to take care of themselves and get a food or drink (laughs) and as long as you're not leaving too long that they are intoxicated. If you're worried about there being too big of a gap, start it early and, and give them something heavy right when they walk in the door to eat. And that doesn't mean costing more, but it could be serving burgers like when they first arrive, nice ones, of course. I'm not talking about McDonald's put together ones or if you like McDonald's and they know that about you and your partner, then have cheeseburgers on arrival. Give everyone a laugh. I've seen people do that and people laugh because they know how much that couple love McDonald's and it can just make it a little bit fun. But give them something heavy when they first walk in the door that just fills them up because they've been waiting for so long and also helps when they have that first drink that they don't get lightheaded straight away, especially if it's been really, really hot. 
So they are my tips for, you know, when you're thinking about what you need to do in that gap. If you've got a scenario that you think doesn't relate to any of these that I've just said, come over to Instagram at Manage My Wedding and let me know what it is and I'll chat with you and work through it because I have done that with past um, bridal couples before and help them like make a decision. But I hope that's helped you. And if it has, and you love this episode, please give me a five-star review. Tell me what you think. I would love to know. It helps keep me inspired and it helps other bridal couples find the Manage My Wedding podcast too and helps them plan their dream wedding. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. 